Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. All lines are jammed up. I told you, 10 o'clock, you guys all wake up. You're all here. I want to thank you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. Will, we had a, we ran into a hard break there, Will. And uh, I did put a link over there because Will was in Southington. And the Calendar House is a senior center, and they do have great classes for uh, folks who want to get some updates on computers. And it looked like Will is going to be going from an 8-year-old Windows 7 machine to something new, Windows 10. And if you're looking for some you know, some nice instruction... Right down in uh, down in uh, your hometown, there senior centers off, often offer these types of classes for folks to kind of get up to speed on the new systems that Microsoft's forcing down our throats, <laughs> whether we want them or not. Even though everything is working fine, um, you have to move forward, right, Bob? Always got to upgrade. Yes, you can't stay <laughs> still. Planned obsolescence. So let's get to your calls. Uh, let's go to Mike in Westfield. He's been on the longest. Going on, Mike. Good morning. I'm calling you guys on a dial phone on a twisted pair. <laughs> Are you really? The old school, just Rota- like Will was. A rotary phone? You betcha. Oh, wow. Oh, there you go. You know, they put rotary phone in a, in a room and put some young kids into it, like college kids from yeah. today, and asked them to make a phone call, and they didn't know how to use it. Couldn't figure it out. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh, just like a clock on a wall. Yeah, well, that's true. Ask a kid these days how to tell time, forget it. So I have a couple of questions. One is, do you have any idea when, I mean, when Windows 7, when I stop supporting it, mm-hmm. how long do you think it'll still work for email? <laughs> it'll keep working forever uh, for email. Basically, what they say they're going to stop supporting is giving you service packs and security updates. So, so yeah, okay. That's okay. your problem. That's my problem. So, like, for security, what, gee, what should I do for that? So you really can't, you can't assume that if you put in good antivirus that you're going to protect yourself uh, with an old operating system because Microsoft has holes and problems with the operating system, right? If you've listened to the show over the past 25 years, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty much ubiquitous, right? What they're going to not do anymore is fix those things. And so the bad guys in the third world are then going to try to hit you through those holes that you haven't patched, and there's really not much you can do about it other than get rid of the operating system and move to something that's being supported. When new technology comes along, you're not going to be able to utilize the new technology. Well, that's true, too. Also, and if your uh, printer dies, let's say, and you get a new one, it may not be supported by Windows 7, and, you, you know, you can't use it. Yeah. So, yeah, like I, have, I have an older computer that has Windows 2000 on it. I've got a computer, I've got a scanner and printer on that because that's not supported by 7. Right. So, Windows 2000, huh? Yeah, I keep that around. <laughs> Big vulnerabilities there, though. Big holes. Big security it's, holes. It's never on the internet. It's, it's okay. Not, it's okay. not. Um, so I was thinking about. I read some articles about Linux, and I don't know if you knew uh, anything about that. I, one was called Mint Cinnamon. I didn't know how it compared with using Windows. 
Yeah. It's a whole different ecosphere. You got to be kind of geeky to be running Linux um, for the average user. But I'm, I'm sure there's Linux guys out there saying, "Oh no, Eric, it's easy." It probably is. Um, I don't play with it myself. I'm, I'm too focused on 95% of our client base is all Windows based, so I don't have a lot of experience with it. I don't know that I'd recommend it for the average person, unless you've got, unless computers are your hobby, right? Um, so I don't have a lot of experience to say, oh, use this one. I mean, Ubuntu um, is what we see the most out there as far as what average folks play with when it comes to third third party operating systems. Um, anything open source, though keep in mind is maybe possibly more vulnerable or less vulnerable depending on your point of view Mm -hmm. um so i don't know that i would necessarily recommend going that route but if you're a hobbyist and want to learn it hey more power to you but i don't have any experience i could tell you how about you bob anything linux wise you want to recommend no 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 no. Uh, linux is a whole new animal i dealt into it for a while Mm -hmm. but you know it changes so much right that uh you know unless you want to stay in one place which is not so good Right. Uh, you know, I don't know. We, we're not going to be able to give you a lot of advice there, Mike. Okay. Then, then I also do that by satellite. I use satellite for Internet, and there is this latency problem with that. Oh, yeah. And, um, like, when I go on and check my email or something, I can check it and all that. But if I go to write, uh, write an email, um, the thing will just, like, kick me out. And I've got to go back in it again. And until I get frustrated and go to dial up and go in by dial up so I can write something out. So you're not using browser-based Internet? Yeah, email, I mean? Yeah, well, it's on, it's on their server. Right, so it's so, browser-based. Well, the yeah. problem with satellite Internet is you have very high speed coming down, so if you want to watch a movie and what have you, that data comes down very fast. The problem is if you want to upload something, like a uh, an email with an attachment, you're using dial-up speed. Right. So it's whatever your Internet speed that you have. So if you go and you get a dial-up account, which is very inexpensive, but it has very low bandwidth. You might be just shooting at 56k. Right. Well, it doesn't even doesn't the dial-up doesn't do that anymore because they changed the phone system where they. I talked to the phone company. They said, "Well, we go to IP now down the road about two miles." Yep. And so that really puts a crimp on everything, and it goes down as low as you're talking 10 kilobits a oh, second. Oh, jeez, man, you're in the boonies out there, Mike. Yeah, I actually am. Yeah, actually, they, they got they got fiber around here now that, that this area is doing. Wait, Westfield? Uh, All right? Are you near Web City Fiber? Yeah, they they're coming out here now. Oh. prices are, I mean, they're not. They're amazing. They are so low, Mike. They have like eighty bucks a month or something. Forever though, for insane speeds. I mean, you don't need that much speed. You could. Ask- you're, hooked up, you're hooked up to everybody else though at the same time, aren't you? I mean. Oh my gosh, Mike! Compared to what you're doing now, I mean, right now you've got tin can and a string. That's, oh my gosh, I am so jealous that you're even in the vicinity of Web City Fiber. We've had them in the studio. Uh, you're going to be, oh, I'm so jealous. I can't even tell you. If you have the ability if, to get that, jump on it right now. I probably could. Oh. <laughs> run a line up here. Go do it. Do it. I, he's not excited. Enough. I know he's not. <laughs> no, I'm not excited about it. We, we, we use the internet basically for looking up stuff. You don't use it uh, for like any kind of entertainment at all, like no, uh, no. streaming? No, I use it for you know, order parts and look up inventory stuff. I mean, no, I don't use it to no entertainment now. Uh, oh, okay, this is a business then. Well, sort of, you know, home base, whatever. But yeah. okay, well, to solve you, your, well, go ahead, Bob. If you actually upgraded to this once you got using it, you yeah. know, you would never go back. <laughs> but how about if like security though? I mean, like viruses, wouldn't that come through a lot quicker too? Well, you're right. No one's hacking you, Mike, at that speed. 
<laughs> so you're right. You're no safe. No you're, one's hacking me anyway. But yeah. well, yeah, you're definitely not a, as big a target with your low speeds. But yes, I mean, obviously, you're easier, faster. You're connected. The easier it is for the bad guys to try to work with your system. Um, if you want to look at it that way, I, I tend to agree with you. But on your email question, another aspect of of fixing that issue is to do something through a local email um, client. So if you had Outlook, let's say, and you wrote the email offline. There would be no lagging, right? No performance issues because you're not right. communicating. And that's a lot easier for you to take care of that problem. So once yeah, you finish the old Outlook, Outlook doesn't work with Windows 7 or, or doesn't work with the new systems, I guess. You know, I, I need a newer Outlook. Well, yeah, you do. You always got to try to stay a little current there. Uh, so how old is your Outlook? I, I dare to uh, ask. Too old. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, if you get a local client and you, uh, you can do emails all day no matter what you're connected to. And then okay. it'll send receive at whatever speed you have. Right. So. It can get Outlook as a separate. Uh... Yep. You can right. just buy it outright. You can buy the software if you want. Outlook okay. 2019. It will not work on Windows 7. Oh, it won't. Nope. That's part of Microsoft's evil plan. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff's done cloud based with them, too, and I, I don't care for that too much. Right. They want to start look at Linux. I'm like, well, maybe I'll you know, have to deal with Microsoft. And... I don't blame you. I, and again, we don't we don't begrudge that at all. We, the renting of software is ridiculous. The the amount of extra money you're spending to rent the software from Microsoft is astronomical compared to just buying it once. Um, so it's, it's like imagine if imagine what would happen if you could actually rent your Craftsman tools. I mean, Sears would still be in business. Yeah, they would. Right? I mean, sure. that's what Microsoft has figured out how to do. They're going to rent you the software forever. You know, it's like people that at least their cars forever. Right. They're keeping the lease on the cars over the years. Exactly. They would have save money. A ton of money. They probably pay for all their gas. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. well, thanks very much for your help. You're welcome, Mike, and good right. luck. I mean, we're jealous. If you get Web City Fiber, let us know. You, you'll be a changed man. Okay, thank you. All right. Bye-bye. We'll step out for a quick break. Judy, Chuck, and Chris, hang on. One line open for you. We're here till 11 o'clock, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're here at 11 o'clock, and I put a link up there to Whip City Fiber. Again, Whip City, the buggy whip capital of the world at, a, at one point, is now looking at gigabit internet up and down for its residents for 70 bucks a month. Gigabit speeds. I'm paying 83 bucks to my provider for 50 megabits. And they charge me for extra usage. I'm happy with 50 megabits. Don't get me wrong. I don't need more. I don't need a gigabit. If it, Whip City could give you half that, have the cost of sixty nine, give it to you for thirty five, and for hundred megabits, and you'd still be doing beautifully. Um, just a suggestion to those at Whip City, but we'll see. <laughs> They're probably not going to do that. Let's go to uh, Chris in Meriden, who's been on the longest. Hey, Chris, what's up? Hey, how you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. I have. I'm running Windows Seven Ultimate. All right. And. I've had it for probably about six months now. I have four hard drives, mm -hmm. and my local disk C has been in red. Oh, boy. And I took a moment to try a week or so ago to try to copy and paste and move some stuff to some other disks, yeah. some other hard drives, mm -hmm. and I ended up having to go back and do a system restore. Oh. <laughs> so I was wondering if you could tell me, of what's in my C drive, what I can move to another hard drive that will still work properly, or do I have to do some other stuff? All right, so four hard drives. This is your boot drive. This is the operating system drive. 
You can't pick and choose parts of the operating system to relocate. That's part of your problem. You can put, okay. you can move data all day long. So this might not be my operating. It says local disk C. It I have is. local disk D. Then I have Windows 7 and Ultimate X64E. Yikes, what a mess. So, and then I have SSD2H. Holy and I moly. I don't have a clue. The SSD yeah. is an SSD drive. Nice. Yeah, yeah, you have that in there. But the point is, what you should really do is get a utility like uh, uh, Tree Size Free or um, uh, WinDIR. Uh, Winderstat? WinDIR Stat, yes. It's not and, German. Uh, Winderstat. <laughs> so, anyway, the point is. <laughs> What those uh, utilities will do for you is you run them and they'll tell you how much data is on your drive and what data is on your drive. Mm -hmm. And then you can determine how much of it is like your personal profiles, how much of it is in pictures, how much of it is in video. Mm -hmm. And then you can decide you can either move it right. or do a cut and paste, not a copy and paste. Because okay. a cut and paste will delete it yep. after it's copied. But the point is that uh, then you can... Uh, Smartly delete what you don't need. Don't get rid of any of the system, you know, anything in Windows. Forget that. But you need to know where he's booting. I mean, generally, C is right. where you're booting. But the tree size free will give you that. Like, you can move all your movie files, what right. have you. Right. And then you can clear up and make some space. If you still don't have enough space after that, if you have multiple drives, you could move your page file to another drive, mm -hmm. and that would clear up a significant amount of space. And then the other thing that you could do is uh, get a larger hard drive and use a disk cloning tool and then another tool to expand, um, you know, the, the operating system drive. But you're going to spend a lot of time and energy on this Windows yeah, 7 Ultimate, Chris. a lot Chris. of work. Um, so they have to stay on that, on that drive, that local disk C, means I have all kinds of other room on these other ones. I can't just move stuff over there. And it'll still operate properly. Not without knowing what it is. You can move data, like Bob said, pictures, movies, and what have right. you. If it's operating system functionality, the page file only, you can move. But everything else along with that operating system really can't be relocated. Um, so that, was a small, that was wrong to put that thing on that drive right. in the first place. So that you think it says, I got 1.67 gigabytes free of 111 gigabytes. Yeah, you got a very small drive there. And you know, you may have a lot of temp files. That's why the utility like Tree Size Free yeah. can help you. Okay. And you can also and is that try. A free, is that a free application? It's yeah. Tree Size Free. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Tree, T R E E, Size Free. Yep. Correct. It'll be out here okay. at computertalkwithtab.com. We'll put a link up. Okay. Um, okay, cool. Now, you, you get a very okay. small drive there, Chris. Don't spend too much time and energy on this Windows 7 machine because it will have to be replaced uh, in January. The sad thing is, is I mean, starting with you know five and a half inch floppies years ago, yeah. this has been the most bulletproof software operating system that I've. I mean, I haven't had to touch it in in six years. Yep, it served you well. But now, it, and what is the best one out there today that is just as bulletproof, or is there? <laughs> <laughs> I could never say that. Uh, I mean, heck, Microsoft still can't get their Windows 10 updates right. This is right. for Windows 10, so uh, uh, the Apple people are saying somewhere. Apple, but yeah. Apple's got its issues too. Uh, yeah, none of them, none of them. But you've okay. you've gotten through six years of 
of your life, and now you're going to have to move on to the remaining portions of your life with Windows 10. <laughs> the bottom <laughs> line like is... Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Sit back, Chris. Thank you very much oh. for your time and your help, and I appreciate it. You're welcome. The bottom line is every OS sucks. <laughs> That's right. That's what the song says. All right. Let's continue on here. We're going to go to uh, John in South Carolina. Morning, John. What can I do for you, sir? Good morning, guys. How are you? Great, great. How are you uh, down there? Oh, wonderful. I'm an escapee. Oh, you are an escapee. Oh, lucky, lucky you. Yeah. Hey, I've got a, a Pixel phone, Pixel 3. Mm. And I listen to TIC occasionally, specifically you guys every Saturday, but occasionally when I'm out walking and I stream on radio.com. Yeah. And, uh, and every now and then, probably every, I don't know, four or 500 yards, it stops streaming. I pull it out of my pocket and push the upper button. The screen comes to life, and um, your voices reappear, come back to life as well. That's annoying. Any thoughts? I don't do a lot of Radio.com streaming to know if that's a Pixel issue or a a streaming issue. Are you on on Google Fi? Uh, Are you on Verizon or something like that? No, no, no. I'm on uh, local down here. It's called Hargrave. Okay. Um, It sounds like the app is pausing on you. I mean, you have to hit play again to continue, correct? Yeah. I don't know what's going on there, John. I can look it up to see if there's any known issues with the Radio.com app, but I doubt it. I, I mean, I don't know why it would do that to you. Do you have any kind yeah. of uh, data saver running or anything else in the background that could override the stream kicking on? No, I don't. I don't. Occasionally it happens with Sirius also on those rare occasions when I'm not listening to you. All right. Hmm. So it could be I'll have to do a little research. I wouldn't know why it would stop for you on there. And if other folks are having issues with the Radio.com app stopping like that, I'd love to hear it. I have not heard of that before, um, but I don't. I listen to the radio the old-fashioned way. Okay. Any thoughts on uh, <laughs> any thoughts on uh, another another uh, venue to listen to you? Oh, sure. Our podcast. So it wouldn't be live, but you could always listen to our podcast. They get posted a few days after the program. And uh, you can go to radio.com and download the podcasts and listen to us anytime. And that should be a lot more uh, encapsulated, right? You're not not having to deal with a stream. Uh, It should be more reliable, I would think. But I can can find out why it's happening. I don't know why it is, but we can do a little digging to see if there's any issues with the app itself or it has to do with your internet provider. It could be your cellular provider. When you hit a a weak area, it loses connection. That could happen. Um, yeah. that's probably the most likely what's, what's going on. So if you find yourself having this problem when you're stationary, when you're in your home, does it happen or is it only when you're walking? No, only when I'm out walking ah. and the home is probably a connected Wi-Fi. There it is. So there's your answer. Really? It's your yeah. cellular service. That's, that's probably failing you. Okay. That's Great. what I'm, that's what I'm guessing. Answer. Hey John, thank you for listening down there. Pleasure is mine. Right. Have a good one. You too. There's a, uh, an escapee of Connecticut. <laughs> yes. We're going to find more of those, I think, uh, as the time goes on. Uh, feel free to stick around, guys. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. We have three lines of, uh, all jammed up here Judy, Chuck, and Bob. One line open for you. Feel free to get online, 800 966 WTIC 522 WTIC. Everything we've talked about has been posted live by Mike G over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com. If you like us on Facebook over at Tab Computers uh, Tab Computer Systems on Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg deems the news worthy. I know I used to say that way back when before that wasn't an issue, but now it is an issue these days. If he deems it worthy, it might get to your news feed. If he doesn't, what are you going to do? And of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Tab Computer Sys after you checked out what the president's doing. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 
back. We're here till 11 o'clock, and thank you guys for joining us. There's uh, a full board of calls. So let's go right to uh, Judy in uh, New Hartford first. Hey, Judy, what's up? Oh, everything's down, I think. Hey, I love your show on so many different levels, oh, but I'm technically challenged. All right. And you tell me all these things to do, and I can't do them. I did get canine one time. All right, here's my problem. Sure. My computer is completely full of bugs and bugs and bugs. Oh, boy. And what I need to do, I have a guy that can come out here. Mm-hmm. And the last time he was here, the most thing I said, I want open DNS. Well, he wasn't really familiar with it, and I didn't get it. He went to DNS. Hmm. So, but, I, I, you know, I, I will have him go into your into your site. Yeah. So, but what I'm looking for, now, see, I... I had malware bites, yep. and I thought you said to get the premium, so I did get premium and paid for it. Yeah, well, I just said to pay for your antivirus is probably a good idea these days. Premium or non-premium, paying for antivirus these days makes more sense. Well, I'm talk- well malware bites. I did okay, that. I sure. bought it, yeah. and then it wasn't working. Oh, boy. And so I, 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 I can't canceled it. All right. And then I have Windows Defender, and mm-hmm. I don't think it, it seems like it doesn't give me uh, full scans. So here's what I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm going to get this guy out. All right. And I want you to tell me what to, to do with it. Well, so, Judy, you say you have bugs and bugs and bugs. Is it a Windows 7 computer? No, 10. Windows 10, okay. What's the problem? Oh, it's constantly, constantly, can't do that. Problem, problem, problem. It's just constantly. I I can't get into things takes me forever and i just i feel like maybe i've been hacked i i don't i don't i just uh so like you can't browse websites you can't do oh i can i can do everything but sometimes it takes me many tries and and oh it just is constantly saying that's a problem there's mm. a problem and um who's your internet provider uh frontier okay. frontier how long have you had them oh since they came in since they surfaced. Hmm. Okay. My guess is that you were a uh, a customer when they were AT and T. Yes. Okay. So I would be willing to bet you that you're using the old DNS servers when they were AT and T, which have been retired, hmm. and Frontier's not supposed to use them. So if your guy put you on Open DNS, you'd be well, on. He didn't. Correct. He only went to DNS. Yeah. Right. Well, that's my point. And you see, because if you're using the old DNS servers that no longer work, you're going to have a hard time getting anywhere out on the web. Right. With Open DNS, you'll be much. It'll work much better. The fact that he doesn't know about Open DNS is he an IT guy or does he is he something else? Well, he's he's just a local guy, and he he's not quite exactly up to your, you know what I mean. Um, but does he do IT? Is it something he does, or is he? Yeah, that's that's what he that's his. Hmm. Going around to people's houses. No, I told him open DNS. Yeah, and he just—he could have googled it. Yeah, he could. I just say the guys at Computer Talk recommend it. Maybe oh, he listens. Oh yeah, I, I would send him to. I, I, I'd send him to your site, and I tried it myself. But again, I, I, I can never seem to download things. All right. Well, how much is this guy charging? Is it expensive? No, oh no, no. He's he's pretty. Yeah, he's pretty reasonable, and okay. he's he, he's a kind of. Lives close. I had okay. checked around to other people, and he was the only one that seemed decent. And okay. Blah, I just don't blah. want you to spend too much money on always having problems. I mean, that can just be another 
another problem in itself. Um, but yeah, if you follow some of the things that we recommend, you should have very little trouble. If you're using the AT&T DNSs, you're going to have issues. You haven't been very specific about your problems, and that's hard to solve. Um, so what you may want to do is write down the errors you're getting so that your IT guy can be more granular about fixing the problems. Because we hear this a lot with our, our own clients. Hey, I'm having a problem with my computer. Fix it. Okay, so what can't you do? And you got to go through and try to try to figure out where the problem is before you can actually fix it. So if you write down some of the errors, he might be able to be more focused on solving your problem. Okay. Well, all right. I know I want open DNS. Yes. I'm going to get... You're going to make that happen. Malwarebytes. I have Windows Defender. Well, you can't run both, Judy. Uh, either Windows Defender or Malwarebytes. Uh, you can't run them both. Oh. Well, it'll turn off one. Windows Defender will turn itself off if it notices somebody else is doing antivirus. Well, then should I have Windows Defender or Malwarebytes? We recommend for better security, start paying for it these days. So you should pay for antivirus software, either WebRoot, Malwarebytes, whatever you'd like, but don't get the free stuff. The free stuff is just not good enough anymore. No, I, well, I know. I, I did, I did uh, pay for Malwarebytes. Yeah. Well, well, which one should I use, Malwarebytes or Windows Defender, if, if that's what you're saying? You can, if you didn't like Malwarebytes because it didn't work out well for you, try WebRoot. That's what our, our, our latest recommendation. WebRoot? Yeah. And if he doesn't know what WebRoot is, get a new guy. <laughs> oh, I don't know where. It's easy. Web, W-E-B, root, R-O-O-T. And it's two bucks a month, roughly. And now that would be? Antivirus. Antivirus. Yep. You should only, only have one. You're only going to have one. Yep. Your, your system is smart enough to turn off the free stuff. If it notices, it's got a commercial uh, competitor running on its system. <laughs> and write down and write down your errors so he can focus on the actual problems. Oh yeah, I have I, I saw him all that. But, all right. Well, anyway, um, okay. I just wanted to. Yeah. Just okay. Well, listen. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Judy. Good luck. All right. Let thanks. us know how it goes. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. Yeah, we need we need a little we need specifics. It's for geeks like us to fix something. We really need to know what's wrong specifically. Um, it's too, you know, Bob took a shot there in the dark <laughs> trying to say, well, you know, it could have been the right, it could be the, the way issue. she was describing sounded like a DNS issue yeah, to me. And, it does. You know, by asking how long she had Frontier yeah. since the beginning, that was a lot of, a lot of people had issues. We did a lot of service calls where we had to go and put Frontier DNS IP addresses in and right. replace the old AT&T DNS because AT&T right. stopped supporting Frontier. Right. Let's go on to Chuck in Durham next. What's going on, Chuck? Hey, good morning. Good morning, good morning guys. You you wanted specifics. Yeah, be a little more Anyhow, specific. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be specific. Right. I just uh, repurposed a two and a half year old uh, Toshiba satellite uh, laptop to be my main PC. All right. I'm trying to put together uh, a good uh, backup program for that. Okay. And I was looking. I'm, I'm actually using it as a desktop. Okay. But um, anyhow, I was looking at a Western Digital uh, three terabyte uh, a desktop backup. Sure. Good. Good choice. It's fine. Yep. One hard drive. Well, that was my next question. So, um, can I make a file backup and an image backup on the same backup drive? If it has enough space, the answer is yes. Okay. 
Now, the question, though, is do you only have one hard drive, two hard drives, ten hard drives? How many of these drives are you going to buy? <laughs> We're getting there. So my next question was, should I buy one or more than yeah. one? Right. And then my third question was, they sell a single, I was going to get a three terabyte yeah. for $81, $81. Right. Or a dual, I think it was four terabyte for 259 Right. So that would be called a NAS, right? They're going to sell a box that has two hard drives in it that are mirroring each other. That's what that I'm, is a NAS. Okay. They didn't. They did not describe that as a NAS, oh. but okay. Unless they're giving you some sort of buy two buy buy two price. No, no, it's it's one box with two drives in it. Okay, You're correct. That's a NAS. Okay, so you need multiple shots at your data, and correct. if you only have one hard drive and your backup is on that one hard drive, and it turns out when you need it, yeah. the backup was corrupted. I'm going to ask you for a second source. Hey, Chuck, wh what other drives do you have for me to restore from? Well, it's just this one, Eric. Well, then you're done. You're out of luck. Sorry. Um, the problem with one target is that it can become encrypted itself. If you get hit with ransomware, your hard drive on your laptop is going to be encrypted as well as the hard drive you've connected to the device is going to be encrypted. So now your backup's useless. I have to go to a different target. So you should have an A, B, or C rotation. Should I buy the dual backup? The dual backup has the same vulnerability. The NAS is connected to the computer, right? And then if it is impacted, the mirror will reflect the ransomware and be encrypted so I, as well. I should buy two singles. You can buy two signals as an A and a B, and then disconnect. You know, when you're doing the A backup, make sure the B is not connected to your machine. Yep. And then be diligent and swap them. Another option okay. is to buy a NAS and then have a friend or a relative, I'm trying to get my brother to do it, where you can actually have the NASs off-site each other. I'm an only child. Oh, sorry. Well, okay. All right. Maybe you're lucky that way, too. I don't know. <laughs> but an AB hard drive uh, would be minimally what you want to do, but you got to be dil diligent and understand that whatever you've, whatever you've not backed up on the B drive, whenever you decide to swap it back to the A, there's your risk, right, as far as data loss. Okay, so a friend of mine years ago put put his drives through a switch that actually turns the power off to them. Ooh, I like it. You like that idea? Yeah, the power's off, they're safe. He's, yeah, they, he's using a USB switch of some kind, I think. Yes, that's correct. Interesting. It's, it could be a little flaky for you, but that that could work. All right. What, what, what do you mean flaky? Ah, USB switches and devices sometimes are sensitive. Now, nowadays, maybe less sensitive than the old days when USB was like, hey, I can't see your device anymore. But we don't see a lot of USB switches out there, Bob, do we? No. No. Um, so, I mean, but it, it could work. Whatever, whatever you want to do, unplugging them or using a USB switch might might be something you can try. Yeah, I was just going to toss the switches back and forth every week. Yeah. Go for it. All right. Okay. And you like the Western Digital? Any drive is fine, yeah. That's fine. Right. And then what are you going to use for software to create your image? I presume that came with software. Or in Windows 10, there's supposed to be software. There is some backup software in Windows 10, and yes, it could come with software. Uh, generally, we haven't found a lot of success with those types of softwares. Uh, okay. We've been recommending EaseUS, EaseUS. Um, to, it, it's that slow, please? EaseUS, EaseUS, um, it's, uh, it's to-do backup, and we, you can go to our Computer Talk with Tab site. We've linked it in the past, and we'll link it again. I call okay. it 
Isus. Isus, yeah, Isus, I don't know. Is there Isus? Yeah, Isus. <laughs> how you want to say it? Easy Us. It just is a weird. It's a weird word. I don't know why I have a hard time pronouncing. We'll it. put a link up. Yeah, and uh, to do right. backup, it's free. Oh, I like it even better. The only drawback is it's from a Chinese company. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, part of me doesn't like that either. But then again, if they really want my pictures, I don't care. Um, there's not nothing on there that they would worry about. But so that's the other concern, right? So you could always look at another product like a Cronus. I'm not sure where Cronus is from, but I think that's an American company. Um, they have a backup software that can do image-based backups. So, all right, and it's easy to use. Isus is easy to use. Ease U.S. Chinese company. I love it. It tends to, it is. That's the truth. <laughs> okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick up two single drive yep. backups and figure out somehow to put both an image and file yeah. backups on the same machine. You can do that. It's just how you schedule the backups, and then you're going to do an A and a B swap. A and a B swap with the switch. Yep. All right. All right, Chuck. You'll I'll be all backed up. up. I'll bring it up to your shop when I'm done. There you go. Yeah, you can show us what you did. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Yeah. Thank you. I have to see you later. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Yeah, trust me on that. Uh, but Acronis is another option. Um, I want to say they're an American company. I'm pretty sure they're an American company. And, again, these days it is something you got to think about. Um, you know, where is your software coming from? Uh, Kaspersky, you know, Russian antivirus, probably shouldn't have it on your system. Um, even if they say they're legit – Anything run by a state-run organization, same idea. Uh, they're scanning your files. This backup, I don't know. It's free. Why is it free? I don't know. You're the commodity, right? So if they really want my pictures, they can have them. Um, I just want to make sure I don't get divorced by losing all my pictures because that pretty much would happen. It would be the end of, it'd be the end of me. Um, I'm going to take a quick break here, guys. Get back to more of your calls. We have three lines open. This is Computer Talk. We're here till 11. Bob, hang on. We'll be right back. This is Computer Talk with Tab, and uh, I did hear the commercial for the HSO. They do a great job out there in Simsbury. I went and checked out the uh, the Motown concert. Man, you can get in and out of Simsbury Meadows, and it's a great time. People really go all out. I mean, we saw all sorts of spreads. I mean, bring your own stuff, your food. You're out there on the lawn. Great concert. I was really impressed, and it was easy to get in and out of Simsbury, so I highly recommend it. It's been going for like 24 years, and I've never been to a concert. <laughs> That's my fault. That's a... Connecticut thing, right? We don't go to our own stuff. But uh, here it is. Check it out. I recommend it. I just heard the commercial, so definitely wanted to make sure I brought that up. Let's go to uh, Bob in Windsor Locks. What's going on, Bob? Hi. How are you doing? Fine. How are you, sir? All right. I, the guy that called up with, with the problem with the Radio.com app, Yeah, I had the same oh, problem. Yeah. You know, once the screen shuts off, you know, like I got a, I got a Pixel. I got the latest Pixel, whatever it is, Pixel 3.1 or whatever, you know, the like, phone you like. Yeah. But I got the newest one. Yeah. And and when the screen shuts off after a few minutes, the app stops broadcasting basically to the you know to the speaker or whatever. I don't know. That is weird. It, but what I did is because I listened to what a different radio station on that app. Yeah. I drive a truck for a living. Yeah. And I just mount it on the dash, and I have a I have an app on there called Screen Keep Screen On. Interesting. So, so that's it. The, the, the Radio.com app, the screen won't go off. 
I got to check that out. So that's so he he said he had no issues with it in his own home. Have you tried it within your own home on Wi-Fi? Does the same thing occur? The same thing occurs at home too because I was in fact I was um I was upstairs doing stuff and I had you on my phone yeah. listening to it and it went off and I came downstairs I put you on my computer because I got work to do. All right. And on my computer and um <clears throat> but like I said uh, once it once it shuts down, yeah. like, like like if I if I had it playing and you hit the power button, you'll hear it you'll hear it for two or three minutes, yeah. and then it just stops playing. That's annoying. All right, well I'm gonna reach out oh, yeah. to. Yeah, I, I couldn't figure out what was going on the first few times myself. Yeah, so that's why I I added I got a couple of apps that I use that I have keep screen on, you know, yep. like uh, yep. Google Maps and a couple other programs that I use while I'm driving. Yeah, if, if I need them. Yep. And I and I have that one keep screen on. And it you know, it just sits there and says radio.com, WTIC, or whatever whatever station I'm listening to, because there's another station I listen to on that app. That sounds more and, like a bug then. I mean, they, they I don't think they mean to do that, because that's obviously going to drain your battery keeping the screen right, on. Right, exactly. I don't want to leave the screen on either, but, you know, usually I, when I do that, I plug it into the, you know, the power in the in the truck, so it it, it you know it doesn't kill the battery on me. All right, great. I'm going to look more into this, because uh, it seems to be a thing. Right. Oh, yeah. It is a problem. Believe me. <laughs> All right, Bob. Well, I appreciate you letting us know. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Hey, yeah. Bye. Bye. Um, and we had another guy, Joe in Berlin, has got a radio app issue. What's going on, Joe? Same idea. Uh, yeah. Exact same thing. Uh, uh, another issue I have with with Radio dot com is they want to link it with my Waze account, right. so that they they can give me better services. Quote unquote. Well, Waze and yeah, they actually have joined forces. Waze and uh, Radio.com. Yes, I'm not sure better services or not. It, the thing about it, though, it could be giving you geofencing style uh, commercials, which would be specific to where you are. So, like, you know, if you go off to Newport, right? You're driving down to Newport. You got Radio.com app. You don't want to hear about restaurants in Hartford. Wouldn't it be better to hear about restaurants in Newport? No, I don't want to hear about either one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Well, there's that too. But the point is. But another issue with Radio.com is, mm-hmm. is that uh, it randomly will turn on, and I could be listening to my books on tape yeah. and Radio.com simultaneously. I'll hear both both the book and Radio.com. That's and weird. It, rando- it randomly turns on. That's really weird. I've never heard of that before, but yeah. I believe you, Joe. <laughs> All right. Well, these apps have got a long way to go. It's the Rube Goldberg approach to radio, but now, now again, we have to do it because everything's going that way, right? So, uh, unfortunately, yeah. Well, either that or just don't listen to the radio. Oh, don't say you that. Know? That's horrible. But, but no, but that you guys got You guys got to take that into account. Uh, I hear you. Either do it right or I hear. You're not going to have anybody. I, I love your show, by the way. I, we do uh, appreciate that. I'm not taking any offense. Smarter guys than us are yeah. running the app, not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. You got it, Joe. So he's having trouble with the app, too. Man, we got to let Joey know about this. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. And I uh, hope you enjoyed your, your Independence Day holiday. Thank to Mike G, who posted everything live over at computertalkwithtab.com, the name of the show.com. You can stream us live at radio.com, and you can, of course, get the podcast there as well or at WTIC.com. So feel free to check that out if you missed any shows. All the past shows are there, they're archived. And of course, if you follow us on uh, Twitter at Tab Computer Sys, everything will go into your newsfeed. I don't know if you've got time for that. I don't know who's got time for that, but it's there for you. So see you next time.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.